0: This is HeartWise, offering practical tips and time-proven guidelines to make your life healthier, happier, and more fulfilling. Today you'll learn simple, Bible-based principles for building and maintaining optimum mental and physical health, all while deepening your relationship with your Creator. I'm your HeartWise host, Charles Mills. We all know we should but many of us don't. I'm talking about exercise, and we ignore its importance in our lives at our own peril. Cardiologist Dr. James Markham, founder and director of HeartWise Ministries, is here with us today to talk about how letting our exercise program slide is a really, really bad idea. Dr. Markham, what do we need to know?
1: Okay, Charles, this is going to be a fun program because we're going to make exercise as fun and entertaining as possible.
0: All right, good.
1: In health... It's hard to know what to believe. You know, sometimes people are on the left. Some people are on the right of things. Um, They fall off into these ditches. And and all these things are good. Eating good's good and and, and exercising's good. And, you know, you have to sort of keep everything in perspective. Mm -hmm. And at HeartWise, we have to have, I call it a belief in a testimony. Mm -hmm. You know, what's a belief in a testimony? Well, you know, if I say something or if you say something, will someone believe it? If you say it, I'm going to believe it, Charles, because I don't think you would say anything. Yet, but but not everyone knows That's us true. True. and um, you have to believe in the testimony. So so when it comes to health care, everyone's saying all sorts of things about all this stuff, mm-hmm. including exercise, including what medicines to take, what procedures to have. No one knows who or even what to believe. It's very confusing. So at Heartwise, I, I have these problems, too. And so I, I want to go back to our Heavenly Father as the source of truth for everything. Amen. When you talk about belief in a testimony, that could be, a description of the word faith. You have to have faith in something, something that you can stand on so when the wind starts to blow, you don't fall off, some true anchor that keeps you from drifting out to sea. You have to have belief in a testimony. Well, I like to think that from HeartWise, the things we testify about in health are things that come from the Bible. And really, our solid rock is our relationship with Christ. And as we hold on to Christ, that gives us the strength that we have to deal with these storms of life, you know, when when we're waiting for Christ to act in our lives. So in talking about exercise, you know, there's so much out there. I like to ask Christ, Christ, please lead us into these discussions. Mm -hmm. Show us what your plan was, because Christ is interested in every aspect of life. So I went back to the scriptures and and I looked, well, where's the scriptures on exercise Mm -hmm. where it tells us how it's good for us, what it does for our body. Where are those scriptures? And I looked, and I looked, and I realized, they're everywhere. Mm. They're throughout the Old Testament, the New Testament. They're everywhere. Well, in the Bible time, Charles, they didn't have problems with movement. Because they didn't sit a lot. They moved a lot. (laughs) They built things. They planted things. They grouped things. They went on missionary journeys where they had to walk. Christ didn't take the train everywhere. He walked to the different places when he was on earth. Adam and Eve, they walked in the garden. Enoch walked with God. People built things like boats in the Bible. They went out and they herded sheep, you know, and of course they fought lots of battles. And they didn't have tanks back then. They actually had to physically move. So movement is a part of the Bible. It's a biblical teaching that's been there throughout all the time. The reason it wasn't mentioned so much is because it wasn't a problem. Everyone just did it just like being outside in the sunshine. So they didn't do these things that we have done that sort of departed from our original design. And if we put problems with our original design, it's put stress on the body. And part of this stress is not exercising or movement. So, exercise is a biblical treatment that's been there all along that's maybe not mentioned specifically, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. So, with that introduction, I want to give you and our listeners a quiz, Charles. Are you ready for a quiz?
0: Oh, a quiz. Okay. Okay. So,
1: so now we've talked about exercises being a biblical prescription. Yes. Here, here's true or false, Charles. More than two-thirds of American adults, okay, two-thirds, 66%, are overweight. True or false?
0: Boy, I would even think it was higher than that, but two-thirds at least, yes.
1: That's a true one. You know, that's a lot of people. That means there's a lot of obesity. A lot of it's because we don't move enough. We eat too much, and that puts stress on our body, causes lots of Mm problems. True or false, compared to eating habits in the 1970s, children are consuming the caloric equivalent of an extra can of soda and small fries a day, and adults are eating an extra Big Mac worth of calories now compared to the 70s. Oh, true or false?
0: That has to be true. That has to be true.
1: That's true. Okay. Here's another one. Now, we're taking in more calories than we did two decades right, ago. Right. True or false, we need to walk an extra 20 minutes every day of the week to make up for this extra food. True or false?
0: I would say that's false. We need to walk like two hours every day to make up for (laughs) that calories. Oh my. You
1: know, Charles, you are right on. (laughs) That's exactly right. To make up for that, we're gonna have to walk an extra two hours a day just to make up for our bad eating habits. Okay, now this is gonna be a hard one, Okay. okay? okay? Physical activity ranks number one in terms of risk factor for death in the United States. True or false?
0: (laughs) Physical activity in terms of death? Those two don't go together. Physical activity keeps you from dying. Am I right?
1: That's right. Okay. Now, how about this statement? Physical inactivity ranks number one in terms of risk factors for death in the United States.
0: I don't know if it's number one, but it's got to be up there.
1: So it's actually number five. Number one was poor nutrition, risk factor for death. Number two was smoking, But inactivity is right there, okay? So it's pretty high, and a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of these statistics are are just very interesting, and it's not only moving, but we nowadays are sitting and watching screens, and we're sitting in chairs, and all sorts of things that are causing our body to do poorly. So I think that everyone enjoyed that quiz. (laughs) We sort of see the biblical prescription, but what is it doing to our body? Okay. Well, physical inactivity stresses and ages every part of the body, every cell, Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, the brain accelerates aging. The heart, we've talked about it, the blood vessels, they have endothelial lining gets older, doesn't respond as well. Okay. Our bones and joints get stiffer the older we get. Our lungs don't open and close as well. So everything in the body needs exercise, which increases blood flow, increases oxygen to the body, but it also helps a fancy word called metabolism. Mm -hmm. Helps everything work better when you deliver what the cells need. The cells need good nutrients. The cell needs good oxygen. When it gets those things on a regular scheduled basis, everything works well, slows down aging. So every part of the body can benefit from movement or exercise. So when you place it like that, this biblical prescription exercises can be used to treat every medical condition. condition. It can be used to prevent Every medical condition mm-hmm. so I think that is pretty exciting and you heard the statistics about how important it is in activity. We've talked about the statistics that suggest most people don't get enough of this activity. I'm hoping I'm convincing people that it's important to have physical activity. I want to talk to you about things that are achievable and what should be our goals and how we can reach those goals and how we can feel so positive about a movement program today a movement prescription. A biblical movement
0: prescription. Yes, absolutely. I'm looking forward to each and every one of those. You know, I'm reminded of when I was a kid – my mother would wash the clothes in the basement, and then she would take them outside, and she'd hang them out there on the line. She had to carry the basket up the stairs, outside to the yep. back, hang the clothes there, go out and get them, fold them out there. The labor-saving devices that came into our lives, they are killing us, Dr. Markham. They are killing us.
1: They are, and they're promoting a lot of these chronic diseases that we're trying to prevent. Yes. If we didn't have cars, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems. We either walk everywhere. <laughs> if we had to get up and move and, and hang the clothes up on the line. But, you know, technology does have some good, and I think technology is here to stay, but we're going to talk a little bit about, now that we understand how important it is, what we should be doing, whether we should believe the guidelines that we're hearing and the recommendations that we're hearing, and when are we overdoing it, when are we underdoing it. These are important concepts that we need to reinforce. Everyone knows they need to do it, but how do you start, what do you need to do, and where do you get the desire and the power? to do it on a regular basis. We're going to talk about those things.
0: Dr. James Markham is here with us, founder and director of Heartwise Ministries. We're talking about movement today, and we'll take a short break, and when we come back, more very moving testimony from Dr. James Markham. So everybody stay right where you are.
2: Somewhere in the world, someone needs healing. He or she has just spent a restless night fighting chronic illness or fear. Hope is fading. The future is dark. And then something amazing happens. They hear a radio program called HeartWise, or watch a television program called The Ultimate Prescription. Or perhaps they stumble upon the website heartwiseministries.org, and suddenly, they realize that they don't have to be sick anymore. They can alter their lives through simple yet powerful lifestyle changes. Hope is renewed, and the fear and sickness subside. I'm Nick Evanson, Production Manager at HeartWise Ministries. This scenario takes place daily because of your support of this ministry. When you go to heartwiseministries.org and pledge your support, you are helping bring healing to a sick world through information and education. Your partnership creates a profound difference in the lives of people none of us will ever meet. Take a moment, bring healing to someone else in the world. Thank you.
0: Before we get back to our guest, I want to invite you to interact with HeartWise Ministries. Perhaps you have a question or comment to share. Is there a topic you'd like for us to discuss on this program? Have we helped you in some way with the information or resources we've made available to you each week? If you're a computer person, you're in luck. You can visit the heartwiseministries.org website and leave a message in the contact section. Or you can click on over to Facebook and join our family by liking HeartWise Ministries. Here you can enter your thoughts and suggestions, enjoy Dr. Markham's latest video blogs, and learn more about the many activities of this global outreach. A lot of exciting things happening at HeartWise. Of course, you can call us as well. Here's our phone number for non-medical queries and comments. 423 238 0048 that's 423 238 0048 we're here to serve you please feel free to use any of these avenues to communicate with us Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Charles Mills. Our guest today, Dr. James Markham, founder and director of Heartwise Ministries. We're talking about movement today. And Dr. Markham, you have identified that we're not doing it anywhere near what we should be doing. And because of that, we are suffering all kinds of ailments. How do we bring movement, healing, health-promoting movement back into our lives? Help us here.
1: Well, first of all, we have to understand how this is a biblical prescription. This is something that God wants us to be doing. Yes. And yeah. how it helps every cell in the body not only prevent disease, but treat disease. So the hows and the how muches. Let's go into something easier first is the how much. Okay. Well, the current official activity guideline, and these are all sorts of activities, Charles, and these start with moderate intensity activities and build up to vigorous. Mm-hmm. But moderate intensity activities are like bicycle downhill skiing, hiking, housework, ice skating, fast walking, swimming, those type of things. Now, when I say walking briskly, a lot of people do that. That's up to four miles an hour, yard work, things like that. They're recommending that adults get at least 150 minutes a week. Now, that's just about 20 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And that comes down from the Surgeon General, the Centers for Disease Control, and the American College of Sports Medicine recommends that. Now, remember, at the beginning of the program, I told us, do you believe everything that you hear? Do you have faith in their recommendations? So they're recommending that much. And that much activity will decrease your chance of dying, decrease your mortality about 7%. 7%. So what if you do 300 minutes a week Mm -hmm. of walking? You know, that's about 40 minutes a day of walking or vigorous activities. Well, that will lower your mortality 14%. Well, that's twice as good. That's very good. So so shouldn't these people that are making these guidelines, Charles, be telling us that? (laughs) You know, they're assuming that we can't do anything. You know, but we get twice the benefit if we just do 40 minutes a day, then 20 minutes will at least give people the opportunity, if they want to do it, to have the truth. That's been studied. Now, what if a person, now this is a lot, what if a person gets up to One hour a day. Okay. One hour a day. Does that have any additional benefits? That's a good amount of walking every day, but that drops your mortality even more, Charles. Okay? Mm -hmm. An hour walk every day may reduce mortality by about 24%. Wow. Wow. 24%. So 20 minutes is a minimum. Yes. Forty minutes is better. Mm -hmm. And 60 minutes a day is even better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the studies on activity and longevity found that an hour a day of walking was good. But what about even more? Well, they've they've studied up to 90 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. So 90 minutes a day is even better than 60 minutes a day. Well, the point I'm trying to make, Charles, 20 minutes a day is good, but that shouldn't really be our recommendations. Mm -hmm. So my recommendation is, you know, a minimum of 20. But to get the maximum effects, you should consider walking or moving 60 minutes to 90 minutes a day. And that will help you. You know, walking is the most common, but they can do a lot of other things. A lot of people like to swim. A lot of people like to work in the garden. This all counts as your total number of working up to 60 to 90 minutes a day.
0: We need to say also, Dr. Markham, that this is cumulative, right? You don't have to go out there and walk for 90 minutes. You have to walk cumulatively 90 minutes a day.
1: I'm glad you brought that up. That is a good point because you might do a little bit here and a little bit there. You might say, well, let me, let me do walking outside for 30 minutes and work in the yard for for fifteen minutes and yep. do some housework for fifteen minutes or yep. or go to the store and park far away and do another fifteen minutes yep. but all of that helps tremendously in every cell in the body. Yeah. So just to give you an example, but people that do that, Charles, they have less heart attacks, they have less vascular disease, they have less dementia, they have less sore muscles. In fact, you know, the muscle biopsies on regular people that exercise show that their muscles actually work better throughout the body. Hmm. We don't have this problems that we get with stiffness as we get older. Right. The muscles seem to be more pliable. People with arthritis, especially osteoarthritis, can attest. When they start physically moving, the joints start to feel better. Mm. Is it possible to over-exercise? Now, unfortunately, as we've talked about earlier, most people do not over-exercise. They under-exercise. So it is possible, and and people that, that exercise too much, this this process called oxidations have been done. And actually there's some studies that showed that ultra marathoners have DNA damage in about 10% of their cells if they do in the following two weeks after a race. Mm But also, you can overdo it in intense cycling. You can have DNA damage. So you can actually do too much. And you know your muscles get tight. They, they have this lactic acidosis. That means you're burning it up too much. And if you're doing these things, you have a lot of these free radicals. A lot of people nowadays are eating blueberries or watercresses or things like that or cutting back in their activity. So it is possible to overdo it, but that's rare. Mm-hmm. The people that I see overdo it is they start on an exercise program and they try Accelerate it too quickly. Mm, When you start an exercise program, everyone out there, first talk to your doctor. Make sure it's safe. Mm -hmm. Make recommendations about how fast you should build up and build up a little bit. You know, add this, maybe 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. If you're walking, you know, go a little bit and listen to your body. That's Mm -hmm. very important. If your body says, I I can't do this, I shouldn't be doing it, that's your time to back off the exercise program. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have heart disease or bad bad musculoskeletal problems, you want to for sure check with your doctor before starting a, a vigorous exercise program. But these are all important little clues, ways we can build up our activities, be aware of what we do, affects and treats every part of the body. In fact, when we get older, Charles, the, one of the biggest things that help people do well and function independently is regular physical movement. Mm. You know, unfortunately, when people retire, they sometimes like to sit. They don't like to do things. They sort of disengage themselves. But when we retire, our bodies are older. That's when we have to consciously say, I got to move every hour. I can't sit. I got to get up, do things. I got to go outside and and, and physically work. I, you know, I want to walk a farther way." If I'm going out and doing things, I want to get in an exercise program. I want to practice doing all this physical activity that keeps me from aging, that treats disease, that helps prevent disease. All these things are important. do i do it how do i do it how do i do it when the whole world around me says you know (sighs) i I can't do this Uh, you know i mean i'm just gonna sit and watch tv all day i'm gonna park as close as i can to everything Um, i'm gonna sit in my chair and do my video and do this i just don't want to do it it's not fun Mm. you know and sometimes movement is not fun at all and one of the things that I like to remember is this text from Proverbs. It says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct my path.'" So – If we turn to our Savior and say, listen, in all thy ways, including my movement in my life, acknowledge him, let Christ give you the power to not only see the things you should do, but help you out. Mm -hmm. You know, say, listen, Christ, I enjoy being with you. Let's go out and do a walk together. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm walking physically with you. I want to walk through life with you. Let's do this together. Ask God to give you the strength to make changes that you don't think you can do. And as you do this, he's going to be faithful to help you improve on every aspect of your life, including the movement portion, if you really want to do this. And if you really are in a partnership with the Heavenly Father and come up with a good plan, he will give you the power to make these changes. It might not be all at once. It might not be super fun. But I guarantee you, as you start walking in biblical prescriptions that's been there throughout, he will bless you and you'll start to feel better you'll also get the power to do this on a daily basis. I haven't met one patient, Charles, that came back to the office where I prescribed them walking to improve their heart, improve their blood vessels, lower blood pressure that haven't said, you know, I'm doing this and I do feel better. Mm-hmm. None of anyone ever comes back saying they feel worse. Mm-hmm. But more than that, they said, you know, I asked God to help me on this journey and that was a reward in and of itself. Our God, Charles, is a God that, that will help us when we're weak. You know, he wants to be there with us. He wants to be in partnership with ways to improve our bodies. And that is the key, I think, in exercise, is not only walking with God spiritually, but also allow him to walk with you physically.
0: Mm, I cannot imagine a more wonderful testimony to give to the listeners right now than to walk with God, literally, spiritually, physically. Wow, that is fantastic, Dr. Markham. Dr. Markham is founder director of HeartWise Ministries, and thank you so much for being with us today and talking about movement. So important. Thank you, Dr. Markham.
1: My pleasure, Charles. And
0: listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. Markham inviting you not only to walk with God, but to remain HeartWise. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Heartwise. If you'd like more information on how to build and maintain optimum physical, mental, and spiritual health, log on to HeartwiseMinistries.org. Heartwise is a listener supported program, and your partnership with us would be greatly appreciated. Once again, our web address is HeartwiseMinistries.org.